Good morning, coaches. Welcome to the National Wake Up Call. It's Monday, June 18th, and I've got four quick announcements to share with you today. Here I go. And I'll stop my video. Number one, we'll see you at Summit this week. Make sure you are downloading the app. Whether or not you're going, you want to know what's happening. So follow us also on uh, TBB Coach 411 social page and watch for some information that we are going to be streaming live the opening session, general session Thursday night and celebration on Saturday. So look for that information this week on where to go for that. And as you know, Summit FAQ 7308, there's a fun logo just to get everybody in the spirit. Number two, you've heard me say it every week, but Lift 4 full program comes out July 16th, but right now there's $10 off on the Challenge Pack bundles. Uh, the Challenge Pack or bundles and VIP early access has started, and with that you get those four new workouts now with the full program July 16th. And you do not want to miss getting into that coach test group with Joel that starts July 16th. That's with the purchase of a challenge pack or bundle. Mes de Mas has a very similar structure. So just so you know, that FAQ is 5222. Same as above, except VIP early access means the first of three workouts now the full program July 16th, and you definitely want to get into that group with Idales Velasquez. Last but not least is the Rachel Hollis webcast. That's FAQ 9718. She is the author of Girl, Wash Your Face, Achieve Success Club this month, and earn access to this webcast. So that is it for the announcements. It's now time to introduce your president of global sales, Jeff Hill. Sandy, I can tell that you're saving your voice for summit because it, it, it lacked a little bit of that resonance. But anyway, uh, it is June 18th. It's absolutely mind-boggling to, to think that summit is in what? In three days. We start with our elite party on Wednesday night. Uh, it's going to be absolutely an incredible summit. Announcements, everything that we do at summit. Uh, and you know what? Even if you haven't registered yet, we will take you at the door. Uh, it will be worth whatever effort you need to make to get there. But uh, a lot of great announcements, a lot of things happening. I'll just say on the Rachel Hollis, I don't know what the guys do, but I guess girl wash your face. But I got the chance to interview her before she's actually doing our webcast and she's really going to be good. So uh, lots of reason to achieve success club in the month and with all of the product pieces that we've just launched as well. So um, we are going to jump into this call because time is of the essence today. We have Ellie Moore on the call, one of my favorite Canadian coaches ever, uh, and she's going to talk about a topic that is like at the heart. Uh, it's at the epicenter of what drives a Beachbody business, and she's absolutely going to rock it. But first, let's talk about coaches that have rocked their business, and to do so, we're going to bring that guy on. You recognize his voice, you recognize his face, and he is like the master of recognition, Darren Ashby. So Darren, jump on, bud. All right, I'm jumping in here, and I hope I am sharing this right. Can you see a recognition thing here? We're trying something new, Jeff. Absolutely can see it. Beautiful. Excellent. All right, well, let's get started, guys. Good morning, coaches, and I am so excited. It's Summit Week, and I can't wait to see all of you at Summit. But let's jump in now with our newest Diamond Coaches for the week. Here they are, starting with Brianne Andrzejczyk. 
Jamie Vakelis, Holly Barrington, Danielle Bennett, Lisa Blanton, Jenna Blessing, Bianca uh, uh, Bonanno from Canada, Jenny Botsing, Stacy Britton, Catherine Burns from Canada, Angel Carrier, Aaron Connors from Canada, Michael Davidson and Jessica D. Lindsay Desrogiers, Michael DiMatteo, Kathy Doyle, Alyssa Elizondo from Canada in a secondary CBC, Jacqueline Edinger, Megan Farley, Tani Fitzaw, Richard Fakwe, Amber Garza from Canada, Ashley Jaron, Nicole E. Gorby, Megan Harding, Natasha Hopt, Sarah Impriano from Canada, Sarah Kelly, Reba Kiker from Canada, Lynn Lang, in a secondary CBC, Carly Linder, Megan Lynch, Brittany Mason, Jeannie McElroy from Canada, Pam Millar, Andrea Proctor, Lindsay Rush, Heather Sieber, Renee Sempt, Emily Shapiro, Jennifer Simon, Graham Smith, Catherine Smith uh, Bloxham, Brittany Sewell, Faith Sweet, Kelby Tan uh, Taniguchi, Rhea uh, Thomas, Megan Vaughn, Jerrica Vaughn, Kelsey Vigoran, Jessica Villaro, Caitlin Visser, Caitlin Walsh, Jessica Weinert in a secondary CBC, Trisha Zelenak, and Kelly Zelinski. Awesome. Good job, guys. That's our diamonds, and you can see their names now. And if I say it wrong, you'll be able to read along with me. So sorry about that, guys. Now, our new star diamond coaches, here they are. Congratulations to Margie Bailey from Canada, Francesca Braccio, Christiana Karen, Autumn Chidak. Krista Hannon, Ashley Hershaw, Harshaw, sorry, Mackenzie Huntley, Nicole Madera, Minerva McCuchin, um, uh, secondary CBC, and from Canada, Amanda Panino, Miranda Thornsbury, and from Canada, Martin Zacharias. Now our newest two-star diamond coaches. Here they are. Congratulations to Janice and Chris Burke from Canada, Jessica Dajanay, Rosa Friesen, in a secondary CBC, Lori Miggins, Christy Quinn, Brigida Schlosser, Bethany Swart, Tanya Torres, and Katie Ersta. And our three star diamonds, here they are. Congratulations, Taylor Buckley, Rebecca Robinson, Alyssa Rulison. And moving on to five star diamond coach, congratulations, brand new Carly Linder. Way to go, Carly. All right, our six star diamonds, we have two this week, and that would be Jennifer Guthrie and Chelsea Lipstro. And coaches, we have a new 14-star diamond coach. Here she is. Congratulations to Ashley Molstad. All right, that's it for ranks. Now on to top success club point earners for the week. And on top of that list, Natasha Pearson, Cindy Tremblay, Ashley Molstad, Jess Dukes, and Amy Rada. All right, that's it for recognition today. Congratulations to everyone on the call. And don't forget to make it a fantastic Summit week. Hope to see you in Indy. Take it away, Jeff. You know, I don't know. I, I kind of like seeing your face all the time. But um, anyway, nice job and congratulations. And I know some of those people um, that are on that list are on the verge of 15 star and Ashley and others. Um, but you know what? Regardless of where you are, moving your business forward, those rank advancements are key in your business because what it means is you're helping other people. And that's what the foundation of this business is all about. So, okay, we're going to jump into this call. And I really am excited to have Ellie on the call today. Um, as you start to listen to her, you'll see that she's not a native of 
here, but she originally hails from South Africa. She lives in Ontario, Canada right now. She is a two-time elite coach. She was an elite coach, an elite coach last year uh, in 2017. She was a top eight Canadian coach, a success club five all-star legend, 44 months. And uh, again, talking about helping other people. 89 people since last January uh, to submit their results to the Beach Body Challenge. To me, what that means is um, you're helping people along the journey. You're not just selling them something, giving them something, but you're seeing them through to get results to the point where they have enough confidence to submit their results to the Beach Body Challenge contest. And that's pretty cool. So um, with that, Ellie, let's get you on the phone and get you talking. Hi, Jeff. Ellie, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited. You know what? I am excited to have you on the call, and particularly because you are one of my most favorite Canadian coaches. So go figure. But um, so, you know, you've been a coach for almost four years. In August, I think it makes, it makes four years. And, uh, you know, we were laughing a little bit earlier. I said, what else can I share that's really, you know, really uh, personal, not really personal, but, you know, about you that would be kind of fun to share. And we talked a little bit about, you know, you've, you've been an accomplished gymnast. And she said, you know, what I've learned from that is I've learned probably to fall a lot and how to get back up. And I think if you, if you had a lesson there, you'd go right there. But um, so we're not going to do any cartwheels. We're not going to do any handstands. I'm sure the coaches that listen to you after will be doing those things. So anyway, so how did you become a coach? So I was really lucky that a lot of my friends on my newsfeed actually did become coaches as the Beachbody opportunity came to Canada. And so I was familiar with coaching from the coach perspective because I could see my friends do it. But I had no idea what it actually was. Um, I had never used any Beachbody products or home fitness in any capacity. And it was only after the birth of my second born and when I headed back to full-time work um, I worked with the Ministry of Health here in Canada, and I was headed back to work with two babies at home, and it was really, really hard. Nothing was like the way I came back after my first. My body wasn't the same after two babies compared to one. The sleep wasn't the same. The stress wasn't the same. I needed something, and I needed something to help me because it was, everything was a mess. Even my job that was bringing me so much joy was just another strain on everything we were doing. So that's when I had been asked to the coaching opportunity many times and I had no idea what it was and I didn't want to find out either. So I kind of just left my friends to do their thing and didn't ever look into it. But I actually saw a Pio infomercial. So it wasn't even any of my friends that introduced me to it so much as I saw about 30 seconds of the Pio infomercial with Charlene and that was it. I called up my friend who I knew was a beach body coach and I said to her, I need to do whatever that thing is, the yayo, dayo, payo, whatever it is, I need to do it because it spoke to me. The program spoke to me and it, I knew it would be the perfect fit. So then as it would happen, it was also my friend's birthday and I thought that, well, if she's in some sort of a like cult or maybe a permit scheme and it's her birthday, and I become a customer of hers, maybe she'll get some sort of an extra reward or something, so maybe I'm helping her more, and so I decided to buy from her so that she would get as many perks as possible, being also her birthday, um, and then the smart coach that she is, my coach, Jessica, suggested I would sign up 
as a coach at the same time because it would be a free enrollment and the program is 60 days. And if I wanted the results, I should do it by the book and get Shakeology for two months. And I thought, okay, that's probably going to be like a bigger prize for her or something. If this thing is like weird and it's her birthday and I really want to do something for her and I want the program. So that's how I became a coach. Well, so you came in, it sounds like, for all of the right reasons, the IO-DIO. Uh, I guess those are sequels to, to PIO uh, for the scheme, for helping your friend out, you know, for, but, but I do appreciate the way you ended up on this with coming in the right way. So uh, you built to a strong finish there. So, but I think the message there is, is you never know what's going to attract people. You never know, you know, when that moment comes and, and what might be that. And I appreciate the integrity of your coach also in saying, look, no, do this the right way. Because if you're wanting to get results, that's what this is all about. And so, you know, note to self coaches is, you know, present what it is, you know, don't try and hide what it is. And I know today, Ellie, you're going to talk a little bit about invites and about how they have to be real and, and, and those kinds of things. But so you, you came in the right way, but like everybody, it doesn't take off immediately like a rocket ship. It takes some time to build. When did you start to get traction? So for me, I was um, not only a terrible prospect during the time I was being invited to the opportunity or to any program. I also continued being a terrible challenger and never participated in my challenge group. I didn't really check in. I didn't know what they were doing. But because I was using the program and I was drinking Shakeology every single day, in the very first 30 days, I had amazing results. So halfway through my program, I had really good results. And I wasn't on social media very much. I was just back to full-time work. My husband had a traveling career and we had two babies. So I wasn't really on social media. I wasn't checking into any groups. I was just doing my thing. But then I started going back to work and I was bringing my shaker and my psychology with me, which is kind of like a wear and share and women at work started asking what I was doing because my body was changing really fast and it was easy to see. So they were asking how I'm getting my arms to look so good or what was in my shaker cup. And I will, it's one of those things that's just imprinted in my mind. I'll never forget standing by the reception desk waiting for a fax to come in. And somebody walked by and had that conversation with me and they walked away. And I looked around and I said to the receptionist, you know what? everybody here is really unhappy with themselves. And she kind of looked at me and she was like, well, you know, it's a very stressful time of our period of work here. And I said to her, no, I mean, like everybody's so exhausted and I feel great. I feel really good. And this is something that Carl speaks to all the time. It's not the product, it's the solution. And it just, there was this part of me that was highly entrepreneurial that I never knew about. I was 34 years old, did not know I had an entrepreneurial bone in my body. And it turns out I had a lot of them because standing at that reception desk, I said to her, this is ridiculous. This is not expensive. I'm getting incredible results and I'm not even going anywhere to do them. I'm doing this with two babies. I'm going to help everybody here do this. And that's really, it was that realization of, I don't have a product I'm afraid to sell. I have a solution for a problem everyone I know has just in my workplace alone. Well, so everybody, you can quickly see and sense why Ellie just happens to be one of my favorite Canadian coaches. I mean, I love that just, but again, this concept of, you know, of the solution and being aware of that. And, and of course, 
this concept of it's not the product, it's the solution, I think perfectly tees up the concept of why inviting is so powerful. And you really the idea that if, if you're just selling a product, then it's like selling widgets, right? But if you're selling a solution, um, boy, that just changes the mindset. So let's jump in. I know you're going to talk about inviting, but talk a little bit about why you want to talk about it and why you see it as being so absolutely essential to any successful business. The truth is that inviting is our first vital behavior. And these vital behaviors were not put together by drawing out of a hat in a random order. It's the number one vital behavior because it's literally the driving force of any business anywhere in the world. So it doesn't even matter what kind of a business you're running. Unless you're inviting people to your business, you're not really running a business. And that's okay too if you want to be a hobby coach and if people ask you questions, you can't answer them. But if you want to build a business, if you want to help people on a bigger scale, if you want to be really, really conscious of your growth, it has to start with inviting. And I always think of it as owning a restaurant. If I had a restaurant, I would have to worry about a thousand things. But the number one thing to worry about would be how many tables am I going to seat tonight? Because if I don't seat 50 tables just on a Friday night, I might have to close my doors. And with our business, we are trying to help three to five to 10 people a month. And that's proven to drive our business forward. Three to five to 10 people is proven to change our lives over the period of time. So really for us, the numbers are so much smaller and the reward is so much bigger, but it will never ever happen unless these people know that you have a solution for a problem they're experiencing. And the only way for them to find out is if they're invited to solve their problem. So, perfect setup. I mean, these are just totally leading questions, right? You know, on this, but, but so, you, you feel this passion, you've got this concept that it's a solution, you've done a perfect setup, I mean, setting the table, so to speak, on the restaurant metaphor, which I think, it, no, I mean, I think that's really an excellent, uh, you know, metaphor of this, and, and what that looks like. But, um, inviting is the piece that scares most people, um, and there is a skill set there. So let's talk a little bit about what that looks like and, and how you feel like coaches, newer coaches, can approach that. So for me personally, I know that it's, I'm not alone in this because it's kind of an epidemic, but I struggle quite a lot with anxiety. So I worry unnecessarily about things that don't really seem to be happening whatsoever, but they'll take up a lot of my time in thinking about them. And inviting can cause a coach, especially a newer, less experienced coach, so much anxiety, mostly because anxiety comes kind of when it comes to the business from two sides. The one side is really ambitious people are really anxious. So the dark side of ambition really is anxiety. And if you can flip it around and focus on the ambitious side, you will do so much better than if you focus on the darkness of it, which is kind of the anxious side, right? And inviting someone to something if you frame it in your mind the wrong way it can become something that's in their hands like you have to go up to this person out of the blue and ask them to do something and even pay you money for it and then what if they reject you and they say no if you frame it like this it sounds absolutely horrifying and i would never do it so it's all about the way you approach inviting and 
if you have any kind of anxious thoughts, you also have a superpower. You have probably thought of every single terrible thing that could happen. That's good because you probably have solutions that you haven't explored. So if you have a plan and you're going in with a plan and you know what the plan is with this invite, you are never at the mercy of anybody else. You are driving this entire relationship. You're driving the invite and you have a plan to follow. Now you can't be anxious because no matter what happens, you stick to the plan. Okay, so you've just turned lemons into lemonades by turning your, your anxiety into a superpower because you know where people are. So let's jump in and start talking about what the plan looks like for you. So for me, it works in three steps and they're really easy and I literally repeat this every single month and it just changes up the way kind of my life is going, but it is always, always the same setup. It's been three and a half years. It's working great. So the number one thing is, I need to know what the plan is. So if I am randomly inviting, but I don't really have like a structure invite, like I'm constantly sort of inviting, but not to something specific and it never ends and it never really starts, it becomes really confusing, but also really boring because I'm constantly talking about this vague thing that nobody knows that maybe even I haven't identified. So I sit down and I plan my challenge group. When is this thing starting? And if I don't have a 30-day group that ends and then a new one begins, if it's a revolving group where people just stay in the group, they need a 30-day structure anyway because it's so helpful to have a reboot, to invite people to re-engage back inside that group anyway. So having that date helps your customers. It gives them a chance to come back if they've gotten distracted or if something in their lives happened to derail them. And it also gives you a chance to have something exciting to talk to your network about. So number one thing I do is I absolutely set up a date and I have a plan on what it is I'm inviting to. Right now, it's really fantastic because we have B4 left four, which is the best opportunity we've had to promote a program. We have 30 days to run up to a VIP release that's already they can get. They can get the VIP release and they can do the hybrid and get into the Lift for group conditioned and ready. So that's really exciting because now I have named my group. So my group is going to be called Lift Happily Ever After because I really like Disney and it's kind of like a Disney thing and it's cute and funny and I like that. And if I like it, other people will like it. And the same people that like it will also get along with me because we like the same stuff. So that's already something we have in common. They'll think that's cute. And if they don't think that's cute, they will find a coach who have a group that they'll think is super fun. So lift happily ever after. I want to kick it off with the lift full release. But in the meantime, I can talk to my network about how excited I am that I'm in prep, that I've got a whole month to get ready, that they can jump in now to get ready for this awesome group we're going to be running. So I know what it's called. I can theme my posts to it. I can do cute things with stuff I find on social media. And I can also talk about it with excitement straight up on my newsfeed, Instagram stories, whatever you live right now, whatever's working for you, that's where you take your energy and your excitement. And you also know that because you're promoting this right now, you're not also trying to promote something else at the same time. So I'm not confusing my network with talking about how great the coach opportunity is one day and I really would love them to attend my webinar and the next day reminding them I also have this group. That's too much asking of them. So while I'm asking for this one thing I'm focusing on right now, 
I'm just giving them a lot of value, things to do in the summer. I'm asking them questions like, how are you active in the summer with your family? Are you riding bikes? Are you going for hikes? Do you just lounge around the backyard? Do you have a slip and slide? Maybe I want a slip and slide. Do you have one you can recommend to me? And so my network's being engaged. They're getting lots of value, summer recipes, whatever's happening. But in the meantime, my excitement is still driving that one key thing, which is I am getting ready to do something amazing in July. I'm already preparing. It's not too late for you to start getting ready with me. So that's the first step. Shall I keep going? Yes, you're doing great. Okay. So number two. So now that I have set this up on my social media and I'm giving them lots of value, I'm engaging with them. I'm asking them about their summer, sharing mine. We are still having school here in Canada because apparently our kids need to go to school until we start snowing again or something. So I can talk about that and people relate because their kids are just getting off school and they're all done. And that creates all this positive momentum. We're all excited. In the meantime, they're seeing me work out four times a week with B4 Lift 4 and I'm talking about how good and shocking that feels. So I just have four workouts a week. And all this is setting the stage for me going behind the scenes and reaching out to people one-on-one. -on -one. And I am very strategic with who I message during this time. I don't really message complete strangers and go, hey, I'm running this group. By the way, I don't even know why you're on my newsfeed. I engage the people on my social media and then take the conversation behind the scenes and say, hey, Sarah, I am starting this group I am so excited about. I think you will enjoy it because you mentioned you're going to be hiking so much with your family. And this is such a great compliment to that. I would really like to take my family outside a lot more this year. And I'm going to do this from a campsite. If you wanted to join us, there's a whole bunch of us excited to start. Now, I know there'll be some new coaches who hear this and they go, whoa, what do you mean a whole bunch of us? I don't have a whole bunch of anybody. Yes, you do. Your entire team is starting this program. That's a whole bunch of you and you are all excited. So you absolutely have a whole bunch of people who are all excited and you can invite somebody for more information that way. Or in your engagement posts, when they say, wow, four days a week sounds great. Absolutely. Let me tell you more about it. It's another conversation in the energy that's on my newsfeed is translating into conversations behind the scenes. And when it comes to that third scariest part where you come to be asked the saying, hey, do you want to do this with me? That's the best way to frame it because it's like saying to them, hey, this new restaurant just opened. Do you want to go check it out with me? And if you feel like, oh, but I haven't been in a test group, I don't even know what's happening, even better because guess what? They don't know what's happening either. So you can excitedly find out together. It's exactly what I say to mine. I say, look at this. This is what I've found so far. Try the workout that's available. See how you feel. That's all the information I have, but I can't wait to start this because look at these results coming out. And so now they feel like it's a personal experience that we will go through together, which is 100% honest and 100% true. I'm inviting them not to a product, really, to an experience. Do this with me and it's going to be amazing because I'm doing it for the first time. And that's true for any challenge group you run because this is what you're committing to for the month, for the first time that month because it's a new month. So framing it that way in my head, I already feel really confident to invite them because A, the program is fantastic and we've all seen the trailer. We have the B4, Lift 4. That's not very dyslexia friendly. Um, we have that at our fingertips. We already know it's amazing. It's easy to send that energy on. Now that they have that, what if they say no? 
Well, that's not a problem. If, if I asked them to go to the movies with me and they said no, I would say, oh, well, what are you up to? And that would go, well, you know, I'm doing this. So if they say, oh, yeah, you know what? This is really not a good time. I can go, oh, my goodness, what is going on? Is there something I'm missing? Like, are you busy? I hope it's a good busy. Are you going away? And that opens up the conversation, not for me to find out more information on how I'm going to get in there with my group, but for me to find out what's happening in their life. Because again, if I want to solve a problem, I should find out what the problem is at some point. So once they tell me why now is not a good time, let's say that this is where it's going, like your worst case scenario, it's a no. Why is it a no? What's going on? Are you guys really busy? I hope you're going on an exciting vacation. Well, no, actually, so this is happening and that's happening and I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Well, my goodness, that sounds really stressful. Hey, I'm going to check in on you next week. And by that, I mean like actually check in on how they're doing, not like check in on whether they want to join your group now, but like really check in on how it's going for them. Maybe send them a recipe that's easy to make and say, hey, I know you're feeling overwhelmed. I just made this. It was so fast. It might really help you. And then when the time is right and more appropriate and you've gotten to know them a little bit better in that situation, I have other options. I have plan B. I can invite them to a free group. I can invite them to preview lift four now that maybe things have calmed down a little bit. But the entire time, it's me who has the plan and I have the backup plan for whatever may happen. So that puts them at ease too, because they're not just like left with awkward, weird silences where no one knows what to say. I am driving this train. I want to help them. I'm doing this thing. I'm so excited for them to do it. And more than anything, they pick up on my energy. I am genuinely really excited for this program. And they genuinely might want to feel that excitement in their life if they're exhausted and if they're unhappy. And if something's wrong, you're like, literally the rope like in the ocean with the ring that's a really weird thing it's because i have a surfboard behind me there so i'm thinking about marine stuff but it's like they're drowning and you're throwing them something that they can hold on to and half the time they just want more energy so if you come in with excitement and energy and you invite them to do something with you you guys people regret purchases they don't regret experiences we learn from things we do but we regret ways we might waste our money. So if you let them know that this is something they're gonna be doing and you can't regret that because you will learn from it no matter what happens, and then we have the 30-day money-back guarantee, so like seriously, then they wanna do it because now in their mind, it's also not framed like another expense, but it's now something they're doing and we all wanna do more with our lives. So that is my plan in those three easy steps. I know what and when, I talk to my network about it with the excitement and energy that I genuinely have for it. And then those that have any interest in it or that I know this is a perfect fit for because of other conversations we've had, I invite one-on-one. -on -one. And from there, if they're unable to do it, I find out why so that I can support them. Because if they don't want to do something this manageable, they do have a problem that I probably can help them with in many other ways. And then I'm of a service to them without asking for anything. And that's the key. So, Ellie, I, one, I could sit and listen to you forever. Uh, you've laced more power in and, and just insight into that, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, and coaches, what you don't know just happened, but let me remind you what just happened, is Ellie just talked to you about the inviting process. 
you know, that thing that she talked about, you know, it can be a little scary. They can be a little bit intimidating to people. But, uh, you know, as, as she was talking about this, one of the, I'll try and write down notes, just observations, kind of what I'm feeling and what I'm seeing. And as I, as I listened to this, I just thought, you know, the, the reason why inviting oftentimes is scary to us is, one, there is a technique that can be, that, you know, that, that's powerful. But it's also something when it's not natural. To you, so things that aren't natural to you tend to be scary. And as you listen to Ellie talk about this, about you know the, um, I mean, I learned that she likes Disney, you know, and to live happily ever after. And there's other people that like it, so they'll like that, and they'll like Ellie anyway. She had like 19 likes in that one moment there. So, but but in all seriousness, the piece is is that she made it very natural and made it comfortable, and with that comfortableness came more confidence. That doesn't mean it's always going to be easy, but there's more comfortableness there. But also what reeked, you know, what just poured through this whole piece was there was, a, there was an authenticity of caring about somebody, of finding out it wasn't about the sale. It was about the solution. It was about creating that she shared, you know, so wonderfully was an experience and, and knowing that, Hey, you're going to do this with me. And who doesn't want to do that? And if it's like she said, if it's not now, then maybe down the road, right? And if not that person, then you know what? If, if, if I wasn't that person, I know what I would do. I would say, now is not the time for me, but I know someone that I want you to meet because they need a little bit of you in their life and the solution that you're offering. So, um, Ellie, I love the fact that, you I mean, you broke that down simply. It was natural. It was comfortable. And again, um, let's not lose the fact as well as you started this call was the inviting process is actually is the it's the heartbeat it's the backbone whatever metaphor you want to use um, it's essential to your keeping your restaurant open you have to have people come in sitting at the table and feeding them and people have to be coming in the door and the inviting process is just that and you know, to continue that, that metaphor going, I mean, you know, you can go into a place and you can eat, right? And you can get your food. Um, but how many of you have been to a place where you go in and get your food, but you have an experience, you know, while you're, while you're eating and you walk out and you go, man, that, you know, the food was good, but the experience was outstanding. And, and really, Ellie, that's, you know, the sense that I got from this as you open your doors and as you're bringing people in, your responsibility is to be with them and to create an experience to create that solution for them. So, man, well done. Well done. And I'm sure coaches are going to go, okay, this one I've got a bookmark, you know, um, for sure, for sure. So we do have to wrap up here, unfortunately. I mean, seriously, I could go on and on. But so, Four years into the business, mom of two, um, you know, what, to talk, a little anxiety you talked about, but, but, but tell us about how life has changed. What's, what's been meaningful about how Beachbody's come into your life? I think that's the hardest, the hardest answer ever because it's just, it, it touches every facet of your life and to keep it concise for someone who likes to talk a lot is really difficult. But I think the highlights just are that I didn't know what I was going to do. I, what was working for me before my career with one child was really working well. It wasn't working anymore. And it was kind of a really unsettling feeling where I wasn't enough anywhere. Um, not at home, not at work. And I didn't have another plan. I didn't know what I was going to do to make this work or do you just do this for 15 years until your kids are all grown up. So 
this has kind of stepped in a place I never planned for because I never knew this would happen. I couldn't stay at home with my children without being a contributor to the household just because of my personality and what I am like. But my job could have never allowed me to pick up my kids early or to take them to any kind of extracurricular activity. So just to have me work, and I definitely work many hours now, but it's a totally different thing. Four o'clock, I am disconnected from the world. My kids get off the bus and I do nothing with no one but just my kids until past dinner. And just to have that incredible control is so amazing. But I'll tell you the one thing that I know that anybody who has parents who are aging and who might not live very nearby is experiencing, my parents live in South Africa. That's really, really far. And it's across two oceans and 20 hours of flying. And I was mortified when, when we moved, when we had our babies, because you can't pick up four people and go visit on all those flights with two tiny kids. It's just out of anybody's budget. And, and I didn't know how I was ever going to see my parents other than Skype. And I didn't know if there was to, something was to happen to somebody and I had to go there in an emergency. I didn't know if my credit card would handle that because a flight for the next day would cost three, four times already astronomical costs. And I just lived in this constant extra but really real anxiety because this was really something that when your parents are aging and they live really far away what will you do if something happened how will you get to them and to know that in the last three years we have flown my parents in every single year for a full month so that and i can get really emotional here so that they're not skype parents like they're not skype grandparents alone my children know them because they spend a month a year 24 seven with them. And they had a white Christmas. And for my stepdad, that was his first white Christmas ever. And to be able to do that, it's kind of been like the biggest blessing ever. Because when it comes to your parents, it can be a very difficult relationship filled with all sorts of emotions, but you can always be afraid when distance is involved. And I just feel like that's been the biggest blessing for me that we live here. We're happy here. Everything is perfect but I have the opportunity to stay close to people really far away. Oh, that's a, that's a great answer. So uh, anyway, uh, one, so glad you're a coach. Two, love the enthusiasm that you pour into your business and I'm sure into other people's lives and that obviously you poured into this call. I, I'm not sure who the coach is that you knocked off, but you just even went higher on my favorite Canadian coach list. You know, I don't know if that matters or not, but uh, seriously, uh, great content, powerful content. And I think you turned something that is the primary backbone of the business into something that people go, yeah, this can be fun. This can be doable. This can be natural uh, and, and, and comfortable for me. And really, that's where we would love coaches to be. Because what we do is we do offer solutions to people. And hope, hopefully, as you shared again, we do create an experience for people. You did that on this call for us, Ellie. So anyway, I look forward to seeing you at Summit. Thank you again and all the best. Thank you so much, Jeff. Bye-bye. All right. My pleasure. Okay. Coaches, we're done here. You got it from Ellie. You heard it. Um, I, if nothing else, take her three-step plan on this uh, of, of you know, having a plan and, and knowing what your backup plan is and, and just taking advantage of this. Have fun with this. But as she's 
it represented, you got to do, you got to be go out there and people have to be coming in the door. And that's not going to happen without your voice, without your courage in, in making this happen. So make it happen before you go to summit. Um, don't wait and say, yeah, I'll get to it after summit. I'll see what happens at summit. That'd be such a mistake. Uh, take what you learned right now while you're feeling it and go out and put it to play in place. So Sandy, we are done here. Can't wait to see you at summit. Uh, and great Thank call. you. Thank you. I know that was so great. Her name is Ellie Moore and I want more of Ellie. You know, she's just so great. And I don't know why I, right now I want to go out and buy a slip and slide. So anyway, all these great things that she said. Uh, everybody, I'd like to say a warm welcome to everybody going to Summit. Can't wait to see you all there. Have a fantastic time at Summit and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.